0: The Theonauts, episode 33. The one where Cain is able to get a wife. Get it?
1: The <laughs> podcast. Christian news from around the globe.
0: In
2: the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. But the honor of kings is to search out a matter.
1: Explore the vast reaches of God's word.
2: Hello, all you theosaurus rexes out there. I'm David Gaddy. I'm Jeremiah Orr. Together, we are the, the Theo Hey, man. Yeah, I missed you. Yeah, I know it's been a long time. Yeah, it was <laughs> like a whole week. <laughs> but we, did, but we did get to uh, judge a beard contest. Again. That's right. That was quite fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was awesome. So yeah, we we Jeremiah and I were picked to be the beard Grandmasters, grandmasters <laughs> at the no shave November contest up at the high school
0: yeah <laughs> which is great you know they picked the two most awesome beards in Savoy which uh, just happened to be us you yes know. yes
2: yeah <laughs> so the, the first criteria was can you put your beard in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> which is both awesome and disturbing at the same time
0: it's kind of a little disgusting, but whatever. Hey, it's all right. <laughs> you know, I often like to suck on my beard right after I've had a good soup. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying, just saying. It so uh, we we categorized them because yeah. there was only like four guys. Most of them dropped out, right? <laughs> we had like best shaped or something like that, or like, gnarliest. Yeah, the gnarliest.
0: Which was is that, one kid.
2: Was that like gnarly as in good or gnarly as in like nappy?
0: Nappy. Gnarly. <laughs> just gnarly nappy. Which I thought. And then, of course, the best, like the most grown. Yeah. The chin curtain. Yeah, the chin curtain. That was.
2: Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah, that uh, was that was lots of fun.
0: We had a good time doing that. That's right. Did you have a, you have a uh, happy Thanksgiving? Yes.
2: I gave thanks plenty. Good. How was yours? Oh, man. I overstuffed myself. <laughs>
0: Then I watched some football, and then I just felt the need to go Black Friday shopping. It was awesome. Wow. And then I listened to this uh, this uh, minisode on
2: uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving and, and had to repent.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the de- you were you were just doing what the demons were wanting, you. I guess so, man.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't really go Black Friday. Well, I went for like two minutes just because my wife needed. A now, did you go on Thursday? Um, ah. See, but here's the deal. <laughs> you you gotta understand this. I'm sitting there. Everything's quiet. It's nice. My wife has been needing a computer for the past like yeah, yeah, four yeah, months, yeah, yeah. and we see it like <laughs> on sale. So if it would have been like you know something that we didn't need, yeah, it'd be different. But we needed a computer, David. We needed it. Yeah. So
2: okay. First, <laughs> the first world problems. Lord, I apologize. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yet I didn't end up going any of that Black Friday that's stuff. That's good. I, well, I rarely do because yeah. it just is its is torture to me. I mean, just <laughs> hold me down, pull my fingernails out. I, I'm not going to go race a bunch of people for two items <laughs> you know, that, you know, that they've advertised. Because that's what it is. It's like a... Uh, Oh, it's yeah. like a bait and switch. Oh yeah. It's like, "Oh, we got these TV, these 55-inch TVs for $200." Yeah. Really? Well, we've only got two. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to get here and then fight everybody else off. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw plenty of videos <laughs> of people just going nuts. Oh, and just fighting like uh there was one that was like flat screen TVs and like a guy on each end of the box and they're just like tug of war and I'm like, seriously, are you serious? You guys need to get your priorities in wrong oh my goodness. because <laughs> that's just insane. See, I went to
0: one that was guaranteed to be there for the first hour. Mm. So that's the reason I went Oh gotcha That was cheap man I'm telling but you But now we did go we to
2: We went down to McKinney To the square Oh yeah They do a thing down there Christmas around the square They block off the square And it's very old school Like Charles Dickens Christmas, Yes right? yes. Yeah. They, they have it Victorian era People are dressed up Did you dress in a top hat? No Oh man But I waxed my beard That's good <laughs>
0: Did, no. that would have been awesome no. and then part it
2: <laughs> that's awesome no, i actually tried to do that for our beard contest but oh, it yeah. looked re- talk about nappy it did looked it? horrible <laughs> so i was like okay forget that <laughs>
0: <laughs> i want to do a mustache sometime that does that like with the curls on the sides and right stuff. right right so anyways so what awesome. else happened oh uh you see the new star wars uh trailer oh,
2: yes and uh, man, all the it's so funny to listen to the to the all the bickering. Oh and seriously, it's like it's a thirty second thing. <laughs> we got two seconds of actual film clips. Yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. of it's you know voiceover and and, right. <laughs> and fades to black. Right. But but boy, it didn't stop the geeks from oh yeah debating.
0: How can you have a lightsaber with a hilt that doesn't make sense at all? <laughs> I I'm, I kind of agree with that. I, oh, I think dude, I'd cut my hand off. I was like
2: broadsword. I mean, it's, it's like a broadsword. Yeah, I guess so. so. Um, did Up you here. see Stephen Colbert's <laughs> no, take on that? I didn't. I heard about <laughs> it. Like it was sweet. He, right. What he did was he did this whole technical reason why it worked. Right. And then he was and then he was like, so there, all you wannabe Star Wars. <laughs> just don't know what you're talking about you're nudes
0: (laughs) that's awesome but the best controversy ever that the media blew up was the uh black uh stormtroopers seriously (laughs) they're like everybody's upset about the (laughs) it's racist it's so racist and i'm like going no you just don't understand media you don't get it that we we were explained in what was it episode two yeah, yeah. That all the stormtroopers
2: were, were supposed to be clones. Oh, but there's been all there's all kinds of debate about. that Oh, I know. There's people who come in there and they say, Oh, no, 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 no. All the clones had a had a fast life cycle and they all died out. And all <laughs> the stormtroopers are enlisted. That's
0: so. only in your own mind, I think. Whoever's saying that,
2: because it's like and not to mention the fact that Luke Skywalker was in a stormtrooper outfit was not a stormtrooper. True. So I mean, we don't know. About that. We don't know anything about this character, right? And I I'm saw. I'm glad that you know Lando Calrissian's not the only black guy in the Star Wars universe. Oh, I, I agree <laughs> with that. I love the
0: uh, what when I I saw this picture from like the original Star Wars set. Yeah, that had half the stormtroopers with their helmets off, and tons of them were all black. It's like <laughs> so there. There you go. <laughs> there you anyway, go. so yeah. All right.
1: And now the news.
0: So uh, all the people are getting ready for Christmas, decorating their uh, Christmas trees and their houses, and putting up snowmen, and just a warm time. Fake, (laughs) you know, plastic Santas with his reindeer. (laughs) It's a sweet time, and uh, and um, (laughs) the Florida Capitol is no different. They're decorating their uh, their Capitol building with Christmas, but there is one group that has decided to decorate. And won the right to do so in the courts, to decorate their own little piece of land on the on the Capitol in Florida, with a satanic <laughs> rendering of an angel falling from heaven and falling <laughs> into hell. <laughs> I kid you not. This is from Relevant Magazine. "'Tis the season of Christmas merriment, timeless nativity displays, twinkling lights, and now an artistic creation depicting an angel falling from the end of the pit of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Erected by the satanic temple, the group had won the right to display their work uh, in the rotunda of the Florida Capitol, thanks to the legal help from Americans United for the Separation of Church and State. If nothing else, Florida's Capitol rotunda will be an ex- <laughs> ec- eclectic mix of holiday, quote unquote, art this you know, year.
2: I'm reminded of a scripture <laughs> that says, All things are lawful, <laughs> but not all things are expedient. <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's like just because you can. I mean, seriously, seriously? <laughs> What's, what, who has that bright idea? Oh, my goodness. Do the atheists want these guys championing, championing their
0: cause? Well, I mean, okay, so not only, not only is the separation of church and state gotten behind it, but uh, groups, including the atheist Postafarians, those are the ones that recognize the deity of the flying spaghetti monster instead of God, <laughs> Pastafarians, yeah. Humanists, uh, observers are Festivus. Who installed a large pole made entirely of beer cans in the thing? So, <laughs> wow, yeah, that's what it's become here in America.
2: Yeah, that's just pure insanity. It is. It's
0: craziness, and to me, it's just you know what
2: they're wanting to do is just slap Christians in the face. Well, and it's not like it's not like you know you don't have the right to do that. <laughs> you absolutely have the right. It's to just do that.
0: stupid. Yeah. That's all it is, and to me, it's like, well, okay, so you're depicting Satan falling from heaven. Yeah, that's in the Bible. Yeah, I I'm guess. good with
2: that. If <laughs> you want to do that, that's fine. <laughs> <No problem. laughs> the 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 angels falling into hell. Okay, uh, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Good job. Yeah, Congratulations. <laughs> it could be like the story of the Bible happening right there on the lawn. Yeah, right. You could have the fall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and the, here's the cool thing. How awesome would that be if somebody walked by that and saw that? And went and read their Bible, and then I don't know, maybe read the gospel and repented and yeah. became a Christian. That's yeah. awesome. I'd rather them do more? that than check out Rudolph. So hey, <laughs>
2: more power to him.
0: Yeah, more power to him. Anyways, so uh, there's a whole man. There's so much in the news, but uh, I'm gonna do just one more because we gotta expediate yeah, things. A big show. Um, peaceful protesters uh, marched on New York last night, um, following the announcement of the chokehold case. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, but we all know about what happened in Ferguson uh, with mm-hmm. the young uh, black kid who, who was shot. And then right. um, what happened over the past week with <laughs> the court ruling that uh, the, there was uh, no fault on the police officer. Correct. So he was freed, which brought tons more protesting and rioters. Anarchy. And anarchy and looters and fighters and, right. and all this stuff. Um, and I, whether or not you feel like... It was uh, the right decision or the wrong decision. Uh, The answer is never violence. I I love what uh, uh, Martin Luther King says. We don't need to be repaying violence with violence. We need to be repaying violence with Mm nonviolence. And, you know, which kind of gives me hope because, so here's what happened. I don't know if you saw the video a couple months ago, but uh, a 43 year old man, um, Eric Garner, He was a big black man, like really big. And uh, he was standing out on the street in New York, and the police suspected him of trying to sell untaxed cigarettes, okay? Okay. So they arrested him, and he struggled, so it took like four or five police officers to bring him down. One of them put him in a chokehold, okay, which is illegal, actually, for the police to do. They can't put you in a chokehold. But he kept struggling, saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Somebody was
2: recording it. Yes, I remember this now. This has been a while, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, And he
0: died right there on the street um, from asphyxiation. Right. Um, So the police officer choked him to death. And um, the court ruled today or last night, yesterday, that there there was no fault. (laughs) Oh, wow. So those police officers got off, which I don't know if they should have or not. I Mm -hmm. think that there should have been... Something there because it was ruled as a homicide according to the uh, the autopsy report. Now, he was a big guy and he had a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. But it was recorded as an autop- uh, in the autopsy as, as a homicide um, caused by compression of the neck, compression of the chest, prone post-positioning. Uh, um, so anyway, so last night, demonstrators in New York City chanted, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, as they marched through Times Square and Manhattan. There were uh, numerous arrests, mostly for blocking traffic. There was no reports of viol- violence or vandalism. Wow. So throughout <clears throat> Much that better. Whole thing. Yeah, way better. New York
2: handles, handles it better Seriously, New than, York handles uh, Missouri? it better than Missouri.
0: What's yeah. up with you people in Missouri? Yeah, come on, guys. Come on now. <laughs> but uh, the, what's – you know, that kind of gives me hope because this one, I mean, it was almost obvious that there was – there was a problem with, right, right. with this one. And yet in Ferguson, it's completely obvious, our opposite, that there's really not much to go on if you're on the on the side of the Trayvon, not Trayvon, whatever his name is, sorry, <laughs> on the side of the kid. Brown, and Brown yeah. Um, but on, in either story, you know, racism's a real thing. There should be something that happens, but at the same time, uh, violence is not the answer Right And uh, crime, you know, if you're a criminal You're going to get punished That's just the way it works So mm-hmm. anyways, those are the uh, the stories I have in the news for today Cool Awesome Yes, we have voicemail <laughs> Is it your sister again? No, oh, okay. not this Just time. checking
3: <laughs> Hello, Beannots Jeremiah. (laughs) This is Ron. Yes, I have a daughter. In fact, I have three. (laughs) Just so you know. Anyway, since you uh, challenged me, uh, uh, the last podcast, I'll uh, respond to an earlier podcast. And uh, as I drive home, you'll probably hear some background noise. Anyway, um, I don't really have 10 books. That I like, and i listen to a lot of them, on of while I drive. Uh, a lot of C.S. Lewis. Uh, first of all, the Space Trilogy has a lot of theology in it. I love it. And it doesn't get as much press as it should. Uh, a couple of the Narnia books, you know, the obvious line, which is the wardrobe. Uh, the Last Battle, loads of stuff that really. Uh, Really opened my eyes to a lot of theology that was right, right in front of me. So, uh, I, I was, uh, missing the Horse for hook trees. And, uh, of course, the Great Divorce, Pilgrim's Progress, and, uh, let's see, a few others. Uh, I'm probably forgetting it, but, uh, screw Tape, Great Divorce. Alright, well, that's about all of my list. Uh, Because I'm trying to focus on driving right now. And uh, (laughs) just you guys keep up uh, good work on your podcast. I really enjoy it. Uh, Just uh, don't get a chance to call that often, So I'll try to change that in the future. And uh, you may regret it. So have a great day and uh, keep up the good work. Bye-bye.
0: We'll never regret it, Ron. You need to call us as much as possible. Dude, it's funny. It's fun to hear you. Dude, out of the silent (laughs) planet, yes. One of the best
2: space science fiction trilogies uh, ever by C.S. Lewis. Have you read that? I've I've read part of the first book. I'm I'm actually going. I'm reading that now.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, you you should check it out. It's been a long time since I read it. I was in high school the last time I read it. Right. I need to catch up. But I thought it was was pretty neat. It it reminded me um, G.K. Chester. It was it Chesterson that wrote the science fiction gosh now i'm trying to remember and i can't what was the name of it lilith lil yeah i think it's lilith i don't know look it up (laughs) it's a good book anyways so yeah nice thanks ron for your comments yeah
2: he also sent us uh, a tweet oh yeah along those lines uh he says his favorite line from the book the great divorce is when the angel chastises the man uh trying to steal the apples and he says put it down you fool (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so he said that he would try and remedy and call more often. So
3: <laughs> did he call? Hey me? guys, this is oh, Ron of the Red Oaks again. <laughs> uh, calling just to uh, comment on, I believe it was episode thirty-one, where we're talking about Christian behavior online. Now, um, I really enjoyed that podcast, by the way. Uh, what came to mind for me is, uh, you know, when. They came to take Jesus away in the Garden of Gethsemane. And what does Peter do? He draws out a sword and lops off an ear. And Jesus tells him to put away the sword, tells him those that live by it will die by it. And he, and he heals the guy right there. If that's not a clear indication of our online behavior, uh, or our every behavior, how it should be, I don't know what is, because Jesus didn't need Peter to defend it. He's going willingly. And the Lord doesn't need us to defend Him. He just needs us to uh, let the gospel take care of itself. Like the the parable of the sower, um, the the sower is only responsible for sharing God's word. It's not for preaching at people. It's not for condemning people. It's for letting people hear God's word. And God's word, through the Holy Spirit, will do the work. And, uh, Anyway, that, that's really all I had, but I, I really enjoy your podcast, so I've only said that about ten times. Maybe you'll you know, believe it's true, but all right, and uh, you guys, take care, and uh, stay warm. God bless. See of the Red Oats, <laughs> off. Bye.
2: Awesome. So that's a great point, because yeah. um, we have right there, like you said, an example of someone trying to defend Jesus. And uh, Jesus saying, hey, back off, man. I got this. That's right.
0: So That's awesome. So thanks for your comments, Ron. Yeah.
2: We also got some feedback on, um, on Facebook. A listener by the name of Kellen Reeves wrote and said, uh, hey, just wanted to say that I've enjoyed you guys' podcast. I was looking for some Christian stuff to listen to at work besides just podcasts of sermons. So I appreciate what you guys are doing. I've been cycling through from the start, so I'm not current yet. But I wish there were more activity here to discuss some of the topics. Keep up the good work, though. So I guess he's talking about there on the Facebook page. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, that's, that's cool. So uh, thanks for listening, Kellen. Whenever you finally hear this episode, uh, in a few weeks or months, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kellen from so, the future, <laughs> and then and then, of course we had Brendan Taylor also commented on uh, yeah. the mini-sode that aired, and <laughs> while they were doing their podcast uh, last week, I was in the chat room harassing them, and they were talking about Max McLean <laughs> recording the Screw Tape letters, oh yeah, or not recording uh, on in Broadway, doing right? It. And up. I actually saw that whenever he was in Dallas. It was amazing. And so I was telling him that online and he was getting all <laughs> he was getting all excited about that. So he says, So you've not only seen Maxim McLean perform as Uncle Screwtape, but you've also found a lost letter written by ScrewTape himself. Someone get the peanut butter because I'm so jelly right now.
0: <laughs> oh Brendan.
2: Hey there. Okay, so this episode we're gonna pick up on our creation, our creationism stuff. That's right. So uh, this is part two of probably five or so parts. Something like that. um, We'll see how it goes. And uh, of course, no, no, no pressure or anything. But the last episode blew up, <laughs> 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 and, and it's got like 450 listens. Yeah, so far. that's kind of awesome, man. I I tell
0: you what, that was a that was kind of a shocker <clears throat> to me. Whenever. What was it Sunday He called and go,
2: dude, we're at like, have you seen (laughs) how many numbers since then all the other episodes back down to, right. (laughs) If you look at the chart, like overall, right. uh, You see this huge mountain peak right in the middle of the graph. (laughs)
1: It's
2: great. So
0: hopefully we'll bring another mountain up here. Yeah. So,
2: okay. So here's what we're going to do today. We want to talk about, uh, along with creationism, we want to talk about, uh, dinosaurs and we want to talk about the flood, um, and not necessarily in that order, but the uh, questions that a lot of, of people have for Christians who believe in the Bible as being historic record, um, there there is plenty of science out there, guys, that supports exactly what the Bible says. Sure. I mean, just because it's not popular and it's not in your textbooks and it's not, you know— uh, it's looked at as pseudoscience. You'll hear all kinds of words like that thrown upon it, but um, <laughs> but actually, there's lots of really good, uh, observable science around uh, creation. Right. So um, <clears throat> I want to take us back to 1925.
0: Good <laughs> night, no chap. How you doing? All right, so sorry. we were all that's Irish. In, in that's right. Nineteen twenty-five. Good a is Irish. Wait, oh, wait a second. Okay, Australian. Yeah, <laughs> or New Zealand. My, but my, they all sound the same. I'm sorry. I can only do one accent.
2: You it caught was, me. It was a, it was an Australian <laughs> phrase in an, in an, in an Irish, Irish accent. accent. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so. Well, what we wanted uh, to look at is the Scopes Monkey Trial, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. So in
0: the Scopes what was that? What was the movie that depicted this? Do you remember the name? Oh of yes.
2: Uh, what was it called?
1: Um,
2: I'm looking that up. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll bring it to you in just a second. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what happens in 1925 is this this trial happens between. Um, uh, well, it, it was it was a huge blown up thing because of a school teacher named uh, John Scopes uh, was teaching Darwinism and evolution in schools and or in the school and it wasn't allowed at that point. Right. So uh, <clears throat> he petitioned to. To, to do this. And so it, it, this trial happened and it ended up being a huge theological debate is what it turned out. Oh yeah. It was uh, at that time it was aired on the radio, which meant homes all over the U S were listening to this. Right, And uh, you're dealing with uh, lawyers, William Bryan and Clarence Darrow are the ones uh, that are, are, are bickering about this. Yeah. And what it was is, is, the ones that were talking about how it became, a, God basically got on trial here. Right. And so what they would do, did was they called these theologians to the stand and would ask them questions uh, to explain how scientific the Bible is. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one of, one of the theologians was called to the stand. And the question was, um, the Bible says that Cain left Eden and or he left um, the the land the where lamb, man, yeah. where Adam and Eve were. he he uh, traveled east and found a wife. Yeah. Okay. So the question was, if Adam and Eve were the yeah. first people, where in the world did Cain find a wife? That's right. And the theologian looked at him for a second and said, the Scopes monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, Jeremiah. Sorry, no. my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why it's called the scopes monkey trial that's right <laughs> because the monkey no, 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 yeah okay. okay so <laughs> well we could build on this so so he said so he, he looked at him with this dumbfounded look and said i don't know okay now this is being broadcast all over so it made th- the, uh, theology, theology. Th- yeah look ignorant right it made it look stupid and uh and of course they played they played on that so sure before we get into the flood and get into uh the dinosaurs thing let's talk about where did kane find his wife
0: right um by the way that movie was called inherit the wind yes and i yes. will never forget i had to watch that uh like in eighth grade or something like that and um it, by a you know, atheist science teacher. Science right. teacher. Right. And the whole point was, see here, this is where <laughs> religion and science don't meet. And right. you know, and so but basically this is a this is such a key, key turning point in our nation's history of believing evolution versus creationism. But anyway, so who is
2: Cain's wife, David. Okay, well, so, uh, okay, so let's start with what the Bible does tell us first. Okay. Okay, so um, the Bible says that Adam was the first man.
0: Genesis 2 7. Thank you.
2: So, and for time's sake, we won't read all of these, but. Right. Okay, and Adam and Eve were commanded to fill the earth. Right. Okay, so that's in Genesis 1 28. Um, and so. To fill, they said replenish. Okay, but then the Hebrew basis of that is fill up. Right. Okay, so they were told to fill up the earth. Now, let me ask you a question.
0: <laughs> Start making babies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if God tells you, fill the earth with people, how many kids are you going to have? Two?
0: You're going to get busy.
2: Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to have, have Cain and Abel and maybe Seth? <laughs> that, that's it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones mentioned, right. but your command was to fill the earth. Okay, so they would have been having lots of kids. Yeah, tons. And um, and so, okay, next um, in Genesis three, verse or verse twenty, uh, Adam gives Eve her name, and he says he called her that because she was the mother of all living. Right. Okay. So first off, let's let's take things. You know, if you're a, a creationist, a theologian, or whatever. You can now take the other options off the board yeah. that, oh, well, maybe God made a handful of other people over here in the East. <laughs> no. <laughs> it says Eve was the mother of all living. Right. Okay, so the no, no weird theories about um, aboriginal creations or, you know, <laughs> that some different race of people that he created over there. So she was the mother of all. Um, so it says that Adam and Eve had many sons and daughters. Genesis 5-4, so that backs up that they were actually doing what they were told to. Now, here's the kicker about uh, uh, part of what we don't think about in terms of Adam and Eve. They lived a long time. Everyone talks about Methuselah being the oldest man in the Bible at 969 years. Okay, well, he's not alone. Right. Uh, uh, Everyone got pretty close to that. Um, Adam himself lived uh, 930 years, according to Genesis 5-5. Now, let's do some math on this. You're living 930 years, and your job after Eden, right? Your job was to fill the earth. Right. That's what you were told to do. Okay. So let's assume that that's what you're, that you consider that your job. So uh, at 930 years, averaging even one child every two years. Okay. That's pretty conservative. Yeah. That's horrible for Eve. Yeah. <laughs> She's
0: pregnant all the time, gosh! But there must have been a run on peanut butter and bananas, so, and pickles,
2: say mayonnaise
0: and ice cream. Two o'clock so, in the morning, so, honey, get me a meat lovers pizza. So okay, so that would <laughs> be
2: that means that they could have had as many as four hundred and sixty five children. Okay, so Whoa. that's that's a pretty that's a lot of kids. Yeah, you're not going to fill the world with five hundred kids, right? You know, four hundred and sixty some month, but. Let's let's how long does it take for a kid to grow up? And he's been taught by his dad. Hey, we're supposed to fill the earth, right? Right. Okay. so these kids start growing up and they're being told we're supposed to fill the earth. So let's assume that these four hundred and sixty five children each lived around nine hundred years and then they paired off to have four hundred and fifty kids in each pair. That's a grand total of one hundred. Hundred and four thousand six hundred twenty-five possible grandchildren that Adam and Eve would have had. So uh, that's only one generation. How many generations did we have up until? I mean, I mean, this this is going on and on. So by the third generation, like we said, you have over a hundred thousand people. By the fourth generation, doing the same math, you come up with twenty three million five hundred forty thousand people. Right. Okay, so in just four generations now, Adam is still alive four generations down the line. Right. And he's seeing as many as 25 million people on the earth. Yeah. Okay, so there's lots of people to choose from here. That's right. Okay, so wait a second. Are
0: you telling me, David, that Cain married his sister?
2: I mean, come (laughs) on that's crazy (laughs) just like everybody else there's nobody else and so the question becomes well that's not possible because what happens these days
0: oh man you marry your sister you're going to get a one-eyed flying purple people (laughs) leader three-eyed fish
2: yeah (laughs) no uh and if you have a three-eyed fish for a child i'm sorry yeah we apologize but um (laughs) so brother and sister relations are not encouraged at all i'd like to see the pictures but anyways go ahead. so a couple of different things one uh people think about it was commanded not to marry right. your sister well that was commanded under moses this hasn't we haven't got there yet right over uh, 2500 years later right so at this time it was perfectly cool for this to happen um so it was not forbidden now what causes the three-eyed fish syndrome it <laughs> it comes from Gene mutation.
0: Right. I I have a really good example of this. Okay. Uh, You remember those old school facsimiles? Yes. You know, we used to make copies, right? Okay, so you go in and you'd get one, and the the first copy would be almost pristine. Clear as a bell. That's right. So you take that copy, and you make a copy of that copy, and it's just... Yeah, a little bit. A little bit off, but but it is almost exactly pristine. Well, you keep taking those copies, and you make copies of the copies, and make copies of the copies of the copies, and what happens is you have a breakdown, right? Right. right. So what happens is the image becomes more and more distorted and distorted. And And before long, you can't read it. That's right. That's the exact same thing is what we're talking about here. So
2: we're talking about the same thing. We know that what causes these types of problems is gene mutations. And if the father and the mother have the same mutation in their DNA structure, then it comes together and makes a... Worse one. Okay, right. So uh, that's that's what causes the problem. Now, God had said when he made Adam and Eve, what was, what was his end cap that he put on that? It, uh, it, is it is good. It is good. Yeah. It is good. Okay. So there was no mutations at this point. No. Well, uh, it, this was a clean. Yeah. Uh, this is the pristine original, <laughs> right? Probably no belly button, right? And, right. <laughs> I don't know. That's always a big argument. Adam have of belly <laughs> mm, That's a question. But uh, yeah, this
0: is where the theology of this comes in. Really important. Okay. Theology. We'll nail it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, basically, so they were perfect in the garden. Yes. Everything was perfect. Yes, yes. They were. They were healthy. Everything was great. Sin enters the world. And what does sin do? It corrupts. Mm-hmm. It corrupts everything, including creation itself exactly and so what you have is as copies of copies are made you have a breakdown just like sin is completely corrupting the world all the time and it, and it continues to right correct right.
2: so so what you have here now is obviously we are many 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 generations removed from right. adam so we have this problem now they would not have had it at that time so right. the short answer to who did Cain marry? He either married a, si- a sister or a niece, right? Or you know a close relation of some sort. Sure. And um and and there was plenty of people to pick from because Cain would have definitely been alive by the time there was twenty five million people on the earth. Absolutely. So if he was a late bloomer,
0: <laughs>
2: he could have waited, you know, and picked from a big old right. group
0: of nieces. <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of people assume you know Cain so. and Abel are the first or the you know the the ones. But we only get that because they're, they're the first murder recorded in Scripture, and it's a given.
2: Yeah, Cain and Abel, right? But
0: it's a, it's a <clears throat> so it's a given story the, here, right, right?
2: Right. We have the lineage that goes through to, to Noah, which is important. So that right. goes through Seth. That's why he's mentioned. Uh, Cain and Abel are mentioned because of what you just said. So, sure. so yes, the Bible's not going to name all these people. No, but, uh, but, but they had to have been there. Exactly. So
0: another uh, great evidence of Adam and Eve. Being the first, and this is scientific, MIT has broken down the um, the DNA, DNA uh, sequence uh-huh. um, and matched it and gone back what they call 100,000 to 200,000 years, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But um, <laughs> they have gone back to trace it, and what they found is... All of us are related. Right, right. Yeah. The, whole, uh, the genome thing. <laughs> yeah, the Human Genome uh, <laughs> Project. MIT is traced back. Um, mitochondrial DNA indicates that all living humans descended from one materi- uh, maternal source. Christian my- Mitochondrial Eve. <laughs> right, who lived in Africa? Surprise, surprise! Yeah. Between a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand years ago, that's what they say. Whatever. um Similarly, the Y chromosome shows that all men have a common ancestor, Y chromosome Adam, who lived at the same time. Go figure.
2: Yeah, surprise that science <laughs> actually lines up with scripture, yeah. and that, and that's the whole thing. You know, the, the part of what, the point that we want to make is that. Uh, god is the author of science it's, it's exactly not a, it's right. not the enemy of god no uh it, it is the scientists that are viewing science different than god and that's that's what the the problems that we run into well yes yeah. so, so
0: if you're an atheist then you're going to have your whole worldview before you see the science before right. you see right. the science bent towards and if you see an evidence of god what are you going to try to do it can't be that. Blaine it's gotta it away. be something else. Exactly. Right. And so we you know, you have to keep that in mind. So. Okay,
2: so let's move on into the flood. Yes. Because the the flood is a major uh, point in the Bible and it's a major point into what I believe this structure of the earth that we see around us today and why it looks the way it looks in the environment, etc. So are you a proponent of global flood? I, I definitely am. Okay. So, um, and there are many theories. That's one of the, the first things. There's many theories about that, that make the Bible jive with geology. Um, and the, uh, the local flood is one of them. I, right. I really don't hold to that much. It basically just says the area in which all this stuff was happening flooded. Right. Um, but, <clears throat> there are other theories. Uh, one of the oldest that's been around for pff, a long time is the canopy theory. Yeah. And that talks about, you know, the scriptures are very uh, mystical about this uh, firmament and the waters above the one canopy. Yeah. Yes. And so uh so they, the canopy theory is that there was this canopy of water encircling the earth and that whenever the flood happened whatever was holding it there broke and it all fell to the earth and flooded it. And um I, I'm not a big proponent of this theory. Um, a, a lot of people are. Uh, Answers in Genesis, I think, leans on this right. theory. Uh, the group down in in um, in uh, was it Glen Oak, down in um, south of here, that has the Creation Museum and stuff. They, I haven't been there. The, yeah, they're they're big into the canopy theory. In huh. fact, they've got some. Uh, they got some environment set up where they're growing animals in a simulated canopy environment. Really? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> are they growing lizards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to show that to they're, they're just, dinosaurs? Yeah, that they're overly sized and, and are stuff they like that, it, so. are
0: they actually? No, they're just lizards. But are they making headway in that? Yeah,
2: uh-huh. yeah. I mean, they they've got uh, some valid points. But yeah, one of the sorry, <clears> I'm <throat> i <I'm> asking <laughs> David
0: this, to, but we should include our listener in on this. <laughs> one of the theories of the canopy Kf- theory. Theory is that, um, in the, the environment of the canopy theory, um, or in the environment if there were a permanent canopy, uh, lizards one of the things about lizards is they, uh, or reptiles is that they continue growing until they die,
2: yeah, no matter how old they are, they no
0: matter how old they are, most that's of, right, most species, though. yeah. So, what if you had lizards, little tiny lizards, living 200 years, yeah, or 900 years, yeah, 900 years, yeah. a thousand. Well, they would become great big dinosaurs, right, right? Right, and so that's what I guess they're trying to prove down there. So I'm <coughs> right. going to go check that. Yeah, out. yeah. Well, cool.
2: And and we'll touch on that, you know, more. As yeah, we get so to the yeah, I kind of jumped on that, but but yeah. But the point is that that is part of what gives the canopy theory so much validity. Life, why it's been there for so long, right. is because this theory that it creates a greenhouse effect, and it um it it was the reason why for the long lifespans and. I think there's many reasons for the long lifespan you can even go back to what we were talking about a while ago about the pure genes pure genes, stuff yeah. like that but um i want to move and talk about a theory that i believe is is really solid and okay. I, I mentioned it in the last uh creation episode and that's the hydroplate theory right and it's a theory that was originated by walt brown of mit and so these aren't pseudo scientists by the way yeah mit no. scientists <laughs> It's not a
0: pseudoscientist.
2: Yeah, yeah, and this guy actually—he worked for, he was in the army. Um, he was a, a rocket scientist. Oh, I mean, wow. so I mean, this guy is knows his stuff. And uh, wow. so anyway, uh, he put together this theory called the hydroplate theory. And the way the hydroplate theory goes is, it basically uses uh, this verse in Genesis seven eleven, at least the, the first part of it, where it says, "The same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up." And the windows of heaven were opened. He he really leans on this fountains of the deep thing. This is now if you saw the Noah movie, yeah. For all the things that had gone wrong with it, it did have this this fountains of the deep thing. Right. things water exploding from the ground. Okay. Um. In what Walt uh, put together was that in in his estimation the earth was mostly land, in very little surface water. Okay. That most of the water on the earth was uh subterranean. Yeah. So and there were pillars that would have supported the, the these caverns all okay. over the whole world. So the the whole world was wrapped in basically a layer of water and then a crust. Right. Okay. So what happens if it, this is the situation uh and God chooses chooses to to flood the earth, he breaks those pillars and all of a sudden the crust begins to collapse in on all that water right and so it creates a lot of pressure and (laughs) and so what happens is a tear in the crust encircles the globe much the way laces on a baseball would yeah okay and this tear water shoots out of this thing 200 feet high (laughs) just yes crazy amount and and 200 miles high right so (laughs) it creates rain for the first time and and so all this is like flying up in the air, and then it's coming down. And so what what this also does is it throws up tons and tons and tons of silt and mud, and throws that into the atmosphere. Right. So it's landing in big clumps and burying animals and people alive, and 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 with tons and tons and tons in layers. So it's creating these layers and pressure. And heat and all that, because of the Earth moving and all this that's going on, and it creates this fossil layer right. that we that we have now. At the same time, it also uh, shot water to the pole areas, yeah. and it would fall to the Earth as ice, yeah, in chunks of ice, right. So it would bury. You have flash freezings. Flash freezing. So you bury woolly mammoths completely frozen with with food, food in, their in their stomach, right? Yeah. And this is one of the things that that is that you know, an ice age doesn't explain how we can find mammoths frozen with food in their stomachs. Right. This is, they didn't deteriorate. They got buried alive. And so this theory lends itself to that, uh, very well. So what happens is, is once all this water is exhausted, it covers the entire globe. And so the whole earth is just one complete mass of water. Water. Mm -hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> and then water would recede. So, yeah. So what happens is as the water recedes, uh, what's happening is the fissure begins to slide and, right. and land begins to buckle and things like this. And so this creates uh, mountain ranges Yeah. And, and whatnot. And if you look at a topographical globe or map of the earth, you'll see the the Mid Atlantic Trench. Yeah, you see, like in the major oceans, the deepest parts of the world right now, you see these trenches that 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 go through right in the middle of it. Right, and and if you look closely, you'll notice that all the major mountain ranges parallel the trenches. So it's it's like. The land slid away, pushed it away. from yeah. the trench and wow. and buckled up into mountains. That makes a lot. And of course, sense. the water had to run off into places like the right. Grand Canyon and um, and this sort of thing. So one of the biggest uh, <coughs> anthropological
0: anthropo is that anthropological prological. Yeah, I uh, got you. Evidences. Yeah, <laughs> people evidences that we have uh, are the uh, the accounts of the flood in all these different oh, yeah, societies. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, you have Gilgamesh, the epi- Epic of Gilgamesh. Right. And if you, I, all you have to do is do a Google search on flood. Uh, flood flood theory. theory or flood or, uh, myths and legends. Right. They, almost every single major uh, culture from ancient times has some sort of of a flood myth, that's right, uh, a story about a man boarding a boat with a bunch of animals, and then a <laughs> flood happening that covers the entire world almost every single one of them, even if they don't know anything about Jewish history. that's right. they still have a, a flood myth or a partial flood myth. it's, it's pretty interesting yeah
2: uh, so and of course, you know uh, we've got all kinds of of uh, of what the landscape changed afterwards. Uh, you got millions of fossils in sedimentary rock. Uh, roughly in the same layers, but, you know, spread out. And that kind of gives us a a view of what we see. You notice that there's not a lot of newer fossils, right? Every fossil that you find gets dated to be millions of years old. Oh yeah. But the thing is there, um, how come things aren't fossilizing these days? And, And you even ask a scientist why things fossilize? Well, pressure and age And heat and all this stuff goes into what creates a fossil. But these days, what's happening? Bones are turning to dust. Yeah. You don't have people, like, getting um, uh, fossilized (laughs) anymore. (laughs) And and so... um, (laughs) So so anyway, you've got... um, the, you've got the flood, the fossil record. You've also got the, uh, as we mentioned, the ocean, the ocean ridges right? Uh, that wrap the earth. You've got the parallel mountain ranges. You've got the Grand Canyon, things things like this. Mount Everest, which, by the way, on the very top of Mount Everest, you know what they've found? What did they find? They found seashells. <laughs> so, so, you know, how does that You're happen? You're kidding. So, Wow. So, okay, so um, now... Dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay, so let's... What about the dinosaurs? Okay, well...
0: Were they on Noah's boat if it was a worldwide flood? Did they survive the flood? How did they become extinct? What
2: happened? Right. Well, you know, one of the things about dinosaurs to me that is important for us as as Christians is I've heard Christians actually say, hey, um, I don't need to know. I don't care. I don't care if God (laughs) made the earth and it had a fossil in it already. (laughs) <laughs> but to me, that's a cop out. Yeah, I mean, yes, I believe in faith, and 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 I mean, I think that faith is important. Absolutely. But there's such things as as you know a a, a, um, a faith that has some evidence behind it. Sure. Only makes that faith stronger. stronger. Mm-hmm. It doesn't weaken it. Knowledge is not the enemy of faith. Doubt is the enemy of faith. Right. So knowledge, just because you know more, doesn't make your faith weak or doesn't, it just means you you strengthen what you believe. Yeah. Okay. So, um, when we look at, at the thing about, uh, dinosaurs, th- th- first off, there's a lot of things that I think that we need to, to get our minds around that we have, we have often thought of these animals like, like they were a special group of animals that existed in a certain period of time, like
0: they are species,
2: right? Right, like it was a specific species that all of a sudden a meteor came and boom, wiped them all out, right? But the, but the thing that we need to, to ask our question our question ourselves is is what makes an animal a dinosaur? You know, the word dinosaur didn't even exist until you know a little over a hundred years ago,
0: right? And not only that, but there's tons of tons of different species in that whole grouping quote-unquote dinosaur but you're you're absolutely right when whenever we hear dinosaur we tend to to get in our mind that you know the tri- 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 tyrannosaurus rex is related to the brontosaurus which i guess isn't a dinosaur anymore and there's a different <laughs> one now covering him right but that's what i grew up with and the triceratops and they're all related they're all the same reptile you know species right. of those dinosaur. are the ones that come
2: to mind right because they're impressive exactly right um But, you know, only a small percentage of creatures that lived thousands of years ago are easily identifiable identifiable as dinosaurs. The others aren't because they're still with us, right? Like alligators? Yeah. Yeah. So is an alligator a dinosaur? I guess technically it could be. An alligator existed in the time, quote unquote, of the dinosaurs. And it's a reptile. In the the land that time forgot. Yes. (laughs) And it is a reptile.
0: Um, in fact, they found alligator carcasses as big as buses, haven't they?
2: Yeah, they found huge uh, snakes. Right uh, there's like um, um, these these huge snakes they've been finding in in South Af- uh, South America that now is like the largest prehistoric animal ever found. Yeah, and it's or, still alive, right? <laughs> well, it's not still alive. It was. <laughs> <laughs> was they found a skull.
0: Okay, they found a skull. Was in, it in pieces? Was in, it a fossil skull? Probably. Oh, so <laughs> so it wasn't dust yet. Well, no, no, it I'm was totally not, confused. It was not dust. Where are we at again? Uh, snakes. Okay, snakes. So okay, right. so
2: dinosaurs. Yes, dinosaurs. So animals. They're animals. So yes, we categorize some of them as dinosaurs and some of them we don't, but they're all just animals. Is is really okay. the bottom line? You've got turtles that existed back then, cockroaches that existed back then. Uh, the term animal. Uh, didn't our dinosaur didn't even come up until we came up with this age of the reptiles idea back you know uh, over a hundred years ago whenever they started discovering right all these bones and stuff and so
0: the different it, periods of we, we you know we classified different like Cretaceous period and Jurassic period and uh, and then we categorize these quote unquote dinosaurs according to their periods
2: yeah and we we arbitrarily label them yeah as dinosaurs or not. Uh, and mostly, that just means a now extinct large reptile, right? So that's kind of you know where it goes. So, what does the Bible talk about dinosaurs at all? Absolutely. Okay. So, what's an example of a dinosaur in the Bible? Uh, let's talk about Job
0: and the. Uh, how about the um, uh, what's uh, Behemoth? Is it Behemoth and Job, or is it yes, the Leviathan?
2: Both. Place? Both are mentioned. Both of them mentioned Job.
0: Yeah. yeah so you have so. two dinosaurs mentioned in, in Job. I think they're dinosaurs, anyways. Other people label them as crypto. Uh, cryptids or cryptids <laughs> cryptozoology zoology but uh i believe they're dinosaurs because the description sounds like a dinosaur to mm-hmm. me just simply
2: yeah and i think that um i mean i i love brian godawa's books he goes with the cryptid type right. of thing um which is cool i mean it was an awesome when they when, thought, they, when they when they encounter behemoth it's really and leviathan both it's really cool right uh but you know i, I do kind of think that um The description sounds like a very large animal, much like what you mentioned used to be called the Brontosaurus, which that was a um, misappropriation of bones. (laughs) Right? They 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 had bones from one animal hooked to another animal, and it made the Brontosaurus. (laughs) But uh, you know now there's, but those we do know that the like the Diplodocus. Uh-huh. is uh, one of the largest land animals ever found right and um, it has the characteristics that job talks about here about the behemoth you know having a large tail like a cedar tree and it can drink the whole river into its mouth yeah uh you know these are in what do these animals were herbivores and they lived in the water right generally to ca- help carry their weight around so um yeah definitely the Bible is not um, it, Scared to put animals in there that That's right. that we don't really see in our zoological record, right. except for as these
0: dinosaurs. And a little newsflash here: Job was uh, probably the earliest written scripture we have, right in 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 the Bible itself. Mm-hmm. It it's ancient scripture. I mean, really ancient scripture,
2: and here it is describing Behemoth and Leviathan, right dinosaurs. Right. So so they are there. Um, there are some things to, to mention or to notice also about, for example, the Diplodocus is so huge. But when you look at the eggs, they're, they're small in comparison to the animal. It's huh. still big as eggs go. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, they're not much bigger than, say, an ostrich egg. Huh. And so they, when they're born, they're very, very little. Yeah. So that kind of gives us some idea of their growth pattern. They start out very, very small. Very small. And so they would have grown and grown and grown and grown and got you know huge over years because, as we mentioned before, reptiles, if they age long, they grow big. Right. It's just the way it happens. So um, so did dinosaurs go extinct in the flood? And that's one fallacy I think a lot of Christians fall into is they, oh, yeah, the flood washed them all away. <laughs> well, it probably washed away the bigger ones, and I think that it probably created the fossils that were digging up. Right. But I don't think that necessarily means that the all the animals— uh, all the animals we we categorize as dinosaurs disappeared in the flood, because the Bible tells us that he that the ark was full of every kind right of animal.
0: And I you know I don't think it's craziness to think that there are there are undiscovered animals or undiscovered quote unquote dinosaurs living here today. I right. really don't right. Um, and there's been a lot of evidence of, of that.
2: Yeah, that's popped up. The coelacanth right. was a fish that they thought was, you know, extinct, and sure enough, they found one. And, right, and of course, they used to think whenever they saw the fossilized versions of them that they had feet and they were uh, a um, a uh, what do you call it? A, a I don't know. A missing link. They, they thought they were
0: oh yeah 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 they had found the multi the between they, they were a
2: transitional form right but but comes to find out when they actually caught one no those are fins right <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but anyway um, it says there in Genesis six and nineteen that Noah took every species into the ark with him right so how did they all fit. Man, these dinosaurs are huge, right? Yeah, there's no way they'd fit in the ark. I mean, a are dinosaur, the Diplodocus is half the size of a Boeing 747. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how does it fit inside of, of this ark that was 437 feet long and 44 feet high and 73 feet wide? If you, It's in cubits. Right. But, and if we guess that a cubit is an average man today from the middle of your finger or the, t- the top of your middle finger to your elbow, that's approximate. Right. So if we look at at the size of the ark it was plenty big. It's a huge structure. Yeah. Um, and we also should take in consideration that if you're going to bring animals to replenish the earth, which is what the, was happening, would you bring the ones that were 900 years old? <laughs> You'd bring the bring the bring the baby the, ba- yeah. the ones that were at least young enough to procreate right you know well right there yeah so you so the young ones would have been the ones to come along which means they wouldn't have been huge right the the diplodocus on the ark would not have been half the size of a 747 it would have been a smaller a younger one and um so anyway it's perfectly logical that dinosaurs were aboard the ark right so what happened to them you know uh why aren't they here and uh and and the thing is, animals go extinct every day. You know, if we stop looking at them as a group that had to die off at the same time, and start looking at them as they were just animals, right? And not all the animals we've ever seen on the earth are still here, right? I mean, there there are otters and minks that don't exist anymore that used to in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there there are animals that are becoming extinct, like uh, the Bengal tiger is yeah. becoming extinct in. Uh, now we have them in captivity, but in the wild they are almost completely wiped out. Right, they're- same with different species of bear, and all different. I mean, there's tons of
2: different species that are just right. dying off, and and you know they they're it just happens. Animals, you know, if the flood changed the earth, yeah, and if an animal was conditioned to a certain way of life that no longer existed anymore, it doesn't. It's not a big stretch to think that. These animals died off, right? Or that some of them, some of them died off. Uh, but you know, this raises the big question: uh, Did dinosaurs coexist with man? Yeah,
0: you see the T-shirt with Jesus riding the
1: dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so you know, and and the, the people down there at Glenrose, they they do that. They've got fossils that they have found there yeah. in the riverbed of dinosaur footprints, like fossilized yeah. um, mud or sand or whatever where a fossilized footprint with a man's footprint right next to it. Huh? So you know those things don't get off into the, into the science books. No, but, but they're down in Glen Rose, Texas. If you want to go take a road trip down there sometime, I'm gonna have to <laughs> and check it out. I'm really interested. Um, in that. But the, but the but the idea is 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 j- if you go by carbon dating, if you of course we talked about all that. You know, car- sure, carbon dating is not necessarily all that reliable. No, we've carbon dated snails that were still alive, and it says they were dead two thousand years. Right. So. Um, you know, if we go by that, then yes, we don't have the remains of of humans right. that coexist with the remains that we have of some of these animals. But what about the historical record that we have in myths, legends? Oh, you think about it. What about the the all over every, uh, every I think it's almost every culture's myth of dragons? Yes. Dragons. Or where did they Where did that come from? <laughs> you know, if it was just one culture, it would be one thing. Right. But dragons are all over the place. Yeah. And think about this. How, knights in shining armor killing dragons. You know, why is that such a big story? Huh. Dragon slayers. You know, that whole thing. Right. Maybe that helps explain why certain animals aren't here. <laughs> that, that might. That's true. So, so everyone's slaying them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I
0: mean, you got China. They can't who all be eaten maidens? Yeah, you know?
2: <laughs> but yeah, China. China
0: celebrates the dragon, the year of the dragon. You have, uh, and then you have, of course, medieval uh, knights slaying dragons. Even and, even a Catholic saint,
2: Saint George. Yeah, Saint George
0: killed a dragon. Well, okay. So, what about the uh, uh, the account of uh, what is it? <laughs> is it um, Daniel and the dragon?
2: Bell, and, Bell the and the Dragon. Oh, well, that's that's the metaphor. That's uh, Satan or whatever. That's
0: not. no. Okay, so there was a story of I think it was Daniel, and he get there was a they were afraid of a dragon, and Daniel goes in. Is it? Daniel, I can't remember. who it is. <laughs>
2: Next it's in the week. Apocrypha, Bell, I, yeah. Bell and the Dragon.
0: Is this? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's in the Apocrypha. Are you sure? Yeah, hundred percent. Pretty, pretty 100%. I'm gonna so go that was 90, I'm gonna go research after the something. episode because I'm not, I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. On that. Okay. Anyways, so, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, there are myths of dragons
2: all around. And, and well, you know, there's, there's even like this whole thing that we talked about this is debatable, but the supposed plesiosaur that was pulled out of the New Zealand waters in uh, 77. 77. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, who knows? That could have been a rotting shark. Yeah. I, <laughs> But it does look – it has a big, long – it looks like a neck.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, I uh, lived in a town in Nevada, Hawthorne, Nevada. And the uh, the uh, town's mascot is um, a sea monster. They're, they're called the serpents. Right. And uh, the reason their town's mascot is a sea monster is because um, the, the Indian tribes uh, – from their oral history have this huge story. now there's this lake that's right beside hawthorne uh called pyramid lake and it is a huge gigantic lake and it's a freshwater spring lake fed from uh, mountain spring waters but it has deep underground channels Mm. all throughout okay and it's a gigantic i mean gigantic lake and it's Deep. I mean, this sucker is extremely deep. Anyway. They
2: got a Loch Ness monster.
0: No, yeah. The story is that, and this is a, they they truly believe that the Indians passed down the oral tradition of when they killed and pulled out a mon, uh, a, 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 a sea serpent out of that lake. Right. And then they they cut it up and ate it. I mean, <laughs> that was their, and that's their, they have a story about that. And, right. And it's a, it's the local that there, they believe it, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, so you know, but you have that you have that all over the place, right? I mean, literally all over the place. So you have the you uh, you mentioned in in, in this uh, the 1500s um, scientific writing called Historia. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and and a million. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a, an old writing, and it has some of what we call dinosaurs in it. Right. This is before dinosaur bones were found. Right. So uh,
0: from the 1500s, yeah. So hmm, that's interesting. Before dinosaur bones were found, fossilized bones were right, found. Right, We have so it's not like
2: they were drawing from right. from the fossils.
0: They were. They had to have been drawn from some other source, right. and that source had to have been eyewitness account. Yeah.
2: So, so. who knows the, about you know some of the things that we classify as dinosaurs living with us, but but you know the, the thing is there's lots of evidence. That's what the whole point here is is that you don't have to buy into this whole mass extinction and all that i mean there are other scientific very observable evidences that can lend itself to exactly what the bible says historically happened right
0: and just because you believe in in the literal flood and a literal creation doesn't mean that you have to put your head in the sand like an ostrich whenever science comes up and you're not an idiot
2: tell you know tell them i'm hey i'm reading mit guys right you know (laughs) exactly right so okay so uh how about a new segment today yeah let's do it okay so we're going to do a new segment here that uh and we don't know how to work so this is a trial (laughs) that we're starting out but we're going to do some Bible trivia, trivia, trivia. Ivia. Yeah, I don't have the Sorry. the echo thing going. on. I did on, like. it for you. <laughs> trivia, trivia, <laughs> trivia, trivia, trivia. Okay, so, so okay, so uh, just I don't know randomly or whatever. Why we, don't
0: you ask me a question and we'll, we'll have the thing and then I'll. Okay, how okay. about that?
2: Okay, we'll 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 do that. Okay, okay. so uh, what, what what do you want me to ask you a question about? Oh gosh, <sighs> Old Testament history, geography. Prophecy? You're a prophecy guy, right? No. no
0: uh, okay. Let's do, let's do, well, <laughs> uh, no, I'm
2: not at no, all. <laughs> um, let's do New Testament. Okay, New Testament. Which gospel records Herod's massacre of Bethlehem babies?
1: <laughs>
0: we'll give them time to think about it. Okay, it wouldn't be John. It, it would, would not, not be, not be it John. It would not be John. It would not be Matthew, would it? Is it Matthew?
2: <laughs> I was thinking it was Luke, it's just, but it's Matthew. Yeah, it, Luke would be a good guess, yeah. but, it, but it is Matthew. Okay. It is uh, Matthew, the third chapter, verse 16. <laughs> 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 I'm
0: so wrong. Okay, which one do you want? We have Old Testament prophecy. Uh,
2: what's HG? History and geography. History and geography. Um, uh, let's let's go with people. history. History and ge- geography. Okay, I'm
0: gonna have to find a good one.
2: Oh, you're gonna p- handpick them. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: In the Book of John, what place did some mistake Jesus's place of origin?
2: Is that all I get? (laughs) Okay, so uh, read the question again. In the book (laughs)
0: of, this one's really tough, and some people might debate. Okay,
2: in the book of John,
0: in the book of John, what place did some mistake for Jesus's
2: place of origin? Um, I am gonna say, what place? Yeah. that's a tough one. Man. Yeah. I, I
0: don't know. I'm going to throw this one out.
2: It's wrong. Okay, what wrong. was the answer? Galilee. Well, why did they not think he was from Galilee? I did, don't did it have a verse? Yeah, John. <laughs> whatever. I don't.
0: I don't buy that because Jesus from well Nazareth, which is in the you know. Well, okay. Whatever. Okay. Um, I'll do another one Well it's like Because no
2: good prophet Or no prophet Has ever come from Galilee Yeah That's more asking Whether or not He was a prophet
0: Right That's a horrible question Okay Well
2: slap me Where did you get these Come on (laughs) No I'm (laughs) joking right. That one's tough Okay Okay come on Give me a tough one Give me a tough one What? Okay
0: you want a tough one Sure Bring it on Okay. bring it on What body of water Is Tiberius nearest (laughs)
2: Tiberius is on the coast of Galilee. Yeah, the Sea of Galilee. I've been there. (laughs) No fair. (laughs) I told you to pick a hard one. I tried. Okay, uh, one more. We got time for one more. Okay, bring it on. So, what do you want? What do you want? Uh,
0: Let's do. Oh, gosh. uh,
2: People. (laughs) People. Okay. Uh, People. Wait a minute. Not people. Names? Yeah, names. Okay. What did Sarai. And Ketura Ketura have in common.
0: Ketura? I don't even know who Ketura is. <laughs> Who's Ketura? I know Sarai. Don't be looking it up. I'm <laughs> I'm not looking it up. Okay. okay i know sarah is sarah uh-huh right right maybe th- what they have in common is they had their names changed <laughs>
2: uh, no how did you go uh,
3: are they
0: both from Ur? or both i mean both from uh um where is it
2: or Ur, Ur is where abraham was from yeah no <laughs> what what is it okay they were it? both wives of abraham Torah was a wife of Abraham. Yes, Genesis twenty-five. I don't remember first verse ten verses. There. Oh my goodness, so how did I miss that? She's actually uh, the wife Abraham took when after Sarah. So when after Sarah died, I believe.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh. Okay. Well, that was fun. Embarrassing. <laughs> Gosh. Everybody else got that right. Jeremiah's a moron. He doesn't deserve to be a theonaut today. <laughs> I'm joking. (laughs) I'll I'll
2: pull out the blue cards for you next time. (laughs) Thanks, No, it's okay. I didn't get one. I didn't didn't get the one about the the one you did. But I didn't get that either. That was dumb. Okay. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, hey, we are part of the GCT Network. And um, we use new media and social networking to go into the world and proclaim the good news to everyone. So to find out more and to partner with us, Uh, visit us at gctnetwork.com and subscribe to the newsletter there to stay up to date on the latest from all of our shows, including our friends over at Finding Christ in Cinema. There are several ways to contact us and leave us feedback. Send us an email uh, to theonauts at gctnetwork.com. Call our voice line number and leave us some voicemail like Ron did, 972-885-7270.
0: You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or your favorite podcast
2: portal. And don't forget to leave us comments there and rate us. You can tweet us on Twitter, at Theonautical. You can like us on Facebook and follow what we're doing there, facebook.com slash Theonauts. Or you can follow us on Instagram, at Theonaut.
0: Instagram. (laughs) Don't forget to tune in again and explore the vast reaches of God's word with us. All right, Jeremiah.
2: Thanks for being here, brother. Amen. Thank you.
0: All All right. God bless.
2: This has been Theonaut's Podcast. Call us with your questions or comments at 972-885-7270. That's 972-885-7270.
3: To hear from you. You are tuned in to the
0: GCT Network.
2: This is your great commission. This is your
0: great commission transmission. At gctnetwork.com. This, oh. this
1: is your great commission transmission.